0: Fired up. Fourth down and goal from the nine. 17 seconds to go. The play clock at three. Shotgun snap. Car throws nice. into traffic. Nice. Intercepted. Nice. Jermaine Pratt has the football. Yeah. Coughing now. Bam, bam, bam. How about that? It ends on a turnover. Joe Burrow takes the snap. He takes a knee. And after 31 years, the drought is over! over. It is no fluke, (laughs) it is a fact. The Cincinnati Bengals are headed to Super Bowl 56.
1: Welcome back! It is Pardon the Punctuation. I am your host as always, Aaron Smith, joined by... My colleagues, the self-proclaimed best producer in the city, Ed Mayhall, and Jeff Howell coming back. We missed you last week, buddy.
2: Ed's hair is really impressive. He said he played in a a kids versus parents soccer game, didn't take a shower, and the product held up. Well done. It's good stuff. Good stuff. I got it from
3: from Walgreens. I don't know where it's called, but I got it from Walgreens. It's good stuff.
2: dippity do. No, that's not, not what it's called. Is it not? Is it not a beard balm or whatever that was that you? No, know? but how we got thinking. Like, I went to an actual barber
3: on Friday, and he got me. He got me shaped up, and then do, he you, shaped up the beard. Where do you normally go? Like great clips. I mean, this guy cost me fifty five dollars. I'm not going there every month to get my hair cut. You gotta be kidding me! Are you get your just, haircut only once a month. Once a month, usually, yeah. Are, are, you, still use, are you still using Perk Plus?
2: No, I use Dove. Dove you for men. Use, you use whatever Michelle buys.
3: No, I buy it myself. Dove for men. Three in one. Uh, I think the one I just bought the other day was cedar. Cedar smell.
1: Is it? Is it shampoo, conditioner, and body yeah. wash all no, in, it's one? Sh- two in one?
3: Two and one. Two and one.
1: All right.
3: Shampoo, conditioner. You're putting the beard.
1: You're almost an adult. These
2: he shaped the beard. He uses Irish Spring soap. <laughs> hard bar soap. Oh yeah, hard bar soap. Yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna make a comment on Aaron's uh looks like he just decided not took to go sh- to a barber. He
3: took a straight razor like to the cheeks and underneath the chin and like the back of the neck and everything. Yeah, that's what they that's what they do there. Hey, he was a good he was a good guy. I'm gonna go back and see him. Shout out to the guy at Railway Barbers. And- I, I just go
2: to my sister. Uh, let me ask you this with your hard bar soap, direct yeah. to skin, yeah, washcloth. Direct to skin. So,
1: <laughs> I do direct-to-skin and then use the washcloth.
2: After? Mm-hmm. No, I don't... It, no. It, was, it was This was actually a, a topic of discussion at work the other day. And there there's a very, like, <laughs> divided group of people so, who who are not okay with direct-to-skin bar soap. I, really?
1: I go, I go direct, direct-to-skin direct for, like, you know, the normal parts, like your your arms, <laughs> your legs... Your 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 torso, and then I use the washcloth to get to the
2: the other the, areas, the,
1: the under the undercarriage, and the the nether def- the nethers. None of you actually use a, a washcloth more than once, right?
2: No. What do you mean?
1: I mean, like. You, you oh, wash, yeah, yeah, yeah. wash it, but but I'm not saying like you're not leaving it I mean, in
2: there. Like I don't use a like a disposable washcloth. No, but I mean like you're not <laughs> like saving boi- it in the... bounty towels in my in my bathroom. That I'm...
1: You're you're not saving it in the shower though for like another use, right?
2: No. Okay, just making sure. That's why that's why uh, like loofas, loofas, like they scare me. I feel like it's a breeding ground for bacteria. That's a good point. Question though, how? How often,
3: like, how many uses would you do on a towel, like a regular towel before you replace it? Like,
2: Do you get a new I mean, towel every day? or I mean, it goes it goes in the dirty laundry when it gets dirty, Ed. And that's I, after I dry off with it.
1: I, I use it until one of the kids takes it off the hook and uses it themselves, and then I have to go get a new towel.
2: Then, then you're not okay with it anymore?
0: <laughs> no, I use it like, no. I just I keep, even, a, I I just keep a, steady,
2: a steady like you know Straight to the laundry room. Watch. Anyway,
1: this this is part of the punctuation where we talk <laughs> we need, about sports. You're welcome we for all of the, pers- the personal hygiene <laughs> and hijinks. Goodness.
3: <laughs> no, but really, like, so I I use a towel like for five days and then I and then I replace it. I mean, that's probably fair. It's okay, your, body,
2: right. your body's clean afterwards. Hey, I
3: mean, me I burn. Out. I burn everything like I, hot. Right. You guys, if, if
1: you haven't if you haven't made the switch yet from regular towels to bath sheets, though, that's Game
2: changer.
3: It's the difference between a bath sheet and a bath towel. They're we'll way talk big, about it.
2: After. <laughs> way bigger. Uh, Jeff asked uh, what jersey this is. It's a Chinadoom and Dukeway jersey. I
1: wondered if it was in Duque.
2: He also says that we should ditch the two and ones. I agree. Yeah, just go. You know, a one and one.
1: So I wanted to get to maybe the, uh, the the worst news of the entire weekend. As Cincinnati, for the first time since 2008, uh, managed a—it wasn't even a no-hitter because they didn't pitch the ninth inning, so it wasn't tabulated as an official no-hitter. But they—but they allowed no hits. They allowed no (laughs) hits in eight innings pitched and lost the game. First time since 2008 that an MLB team has lost. A game. Fun fact: no hits.
2: Fun fact: How many times has it happened, including this past week?
1: Total ever in baseball history? Mm-hmm. Was it? Was it five?
2: It was five before. It's six now.
1: Okay, that's where I remember the five.
2: <clears throat> we'll go backwards. We'll go backwards. So that game was <laughs> to Pittsburgh of all teams. Okay, so that the game Pittsburgh. is Reds, Reds v Pittsburgh right so then the one that you mentioned from 2008 was um, are, you,
1: are you getting this from uh lance mcallister
2: no uh okay. this is from uh si.com it's just that they they actually just put this it i i looked it all up but they put it in like a nice little package because they're professionals um so 2008 was the angels and uh and dodgers um the angels were on the the bad side of that one it was uh, Jared Weaver and Jose Arredondo combined to no hit the Dodgers, and then they lost. Uh, then the so time before that was in on April twelfth, nineteen ninety two. It was uh, the Red Sox and the Cleveland Indians, then and Guardians now, um, and actually <clears throat> and they, ended up, uh, they ended up losing two to one. The uh, Red Sox did. Then before that, it was two years prior, July first, nineteen ninety. Yankees White Sox Uh, Yankees lost that one No hit the White Sox and lost Before that was uh, Baltimore And Detroit April 30th 1967 And the Orioles lost Then before that was the very First time that it happened April 23rd 1964 The Houston Colt 45s (laughs) <laughs> no hit the Cincinnati Reds and Pete Rose scored uh on some errors and things after he got on base in, in the ninth. and then uh, and they lost the 40 the Colt the uh, Houston 45s Colt 45s who are now the Houston Astros lost one to nothing and the starting pitcher for the Reds in that game the old left-hander Joe Nuxaw. Oh,
1: how about that? Well, so basically,
2: so at this point in time, the Reds have bookended the no-hit and lose games. One, the first time it happened, they were on the uh, the, uh, benef- the they were the beneficiaries, and uh, obviously, the most recent time, it just encapsulates the Red season at this point.
1: I hate them, Pittsburgh. You can't lose that game to Pittsburgh, man. I don't know. I don't know what it to think was- of any of this. And and you know, so I, I obviously you saw in our group text where I said, you know, this this pisses me off that we I wasn't watching the game. I think I've still only watched two or three games all year. I have better things to do with my life than watch these hapless Reds. Uh, but I I, I I don't know. Like 118 pitches in, and that's as far as. Hunter Green made it.
2: That's that's the most pitches thrown by a starting pitcher, well, by any pitcher in the major leagues this year.
1: That doesn't surprise me at all, actually. Everyone is – I mean, you go back to, like, when the Cubs had, what, Kerry Wood and Andy Pettit, and they were running arms off of people, literally. Like, just Kerry Wood's entire career was derailed – and I feel like under Dusty Baker. Um, And I feel like that's kind of where things started to make a turn.
2: I mean, it for... was like old school baseball though, right? Like you just it, like. It
1: was, yes. And again, I think that was where the, the turning point was. Like, I think that's where everything kind of changed when you saw guys' career trajectories take a complete 180 because their arms were falling off.
2: And I'm, I'm sure this is like the normal like thing that people look at. Um, But you got to think like, velocity with like velocity where it's at now right you got these guys like like getting close to triple digits all the time and was that a good cupcake Ed?
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no one you're can you're, hear you you're, you're muted wasn't a cupcake oh uh, that just looked like a cupcake smile uh, no so like with like where where is at uh now right like the these guys are throwing harder they're Spinning the ball more, um and maybe that's just because we have the stats and the readouts for that th- those kinds of things. But you know, maybe if these guys were not pitching as hard as often, they could go deeper without you know causing harm to their arms. I, I don't know. I mean, or maybe they're not spinning the awesome. ball
1: more now because they're not allowed to use the sticky stuff.
2: Yeah, may, may, uh, or maybe you know, maybe they're maybe the the ticket is to not you know lift and be in great shape and. Just, and you know, go out there and be like
0: Roger McDowell,
2: like just huge. You know, uh, like John, I don't know but, John
1: Cruck back in the day.
2: Like it's certainly never going back to the to the time where you know we were complete games and hundred plus pitches are are the norm. Like that's just not going to happen. No, so, n- not uh, at all. I mean, heck, you, who was it earlier this season? Like you saw, like Clayton Kershaw get pulled out. Was it? Clay, I'm pretty sure it was, it was Clayton Kershaw it get was, get yeah. pulled out of a, a game that he was no hitting in like the what seventh or something he Mm -hmm. he got pulled. Um, So you're, you're going to see that kind of stuff like more and more.
1: And of course, you know, traditional baseball heads are just completely turned off by this train of thought that we're, we're pulling guys out with a no hitter on the line. Like I, have we even seen a complete game at this point this season?
2: I'm sure it's probably happened, but, but not not much. Oh, it's certainly
1: not by these Reds.
2: <laughs> oh man, um, are they winning right now? is uh, loaded. I don't have the game on. I have the MLB app up. It's loaded it on right now. base loaded. Two outs. Still up five four. Bottom of the tenth. Because I just saw the Florence Yalls
3: tweet. That's a nice lead. It'd be a shame if something happened
2: to it. Oh, man. They just go all in on the Reds. They're all in
3: on the Reds. I hate them.
2: No, but I'm okay with I'm okay. Like, back to what we were talking about with, like, the, you know, pulling guys out or whatever. Like, I'm okay with it. I mean, for one, like, you're early in the season. Are no-hitters cool? Yeah. Like, but. He's coming off for, Tommy John. He's well, 22. Uh, as far, well, as far, as far as Hunter Green goes, like, yeah, like, there's, there's certainly other circumstances around it, but, like is it worth, you know, leaving your, if you want to look at like analytics, like is it, is it worth, you know, leaving your pitcher out there um, longer uh, just so that they can get a no hitter or have that experience or or what? At the end of the day, it still counts as, as a win, right? One win. Like you don't get like credit for two wins if you throw a no hitter. So if you've got a dominant bullpen, why not you know your starter gets you a, say seven eight innings they get up they start creeping in on whatever their pitch limit or whatever you want to call it is for their the reds bullpen. don't have a, a dominant bullpen no no they don't so that's why you leave Hunter green in there <laughs> no hitting somebody but oh reds win how about that you're Just about uh, to say that
1: still on mute
2: nope I'm not I
3: mean well you were when you started talking
2: so I mean that, that that's my whole thing is like as a whole if, even 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 not as a whole like if, if you got a you know a fresh bullpen like a fresh a fresh arm you know you can find somebody to, to get in there to get the end of the game if you're up upwards of 120 pitches or even if you're getting closing in on 100 pitches for a guy that just had Tommy John surgery missed a lot of time obviously with that uh is young and you know, just trying to build experience and like let him let him get to where he can go and, and if he's a guy that you can go up to and say hey are you all right you know obviously a lot of guys the competitor i gonna say yeah you like to think that maybe a guy like hunter green might be like uh, i i can see it like i understand like mm-hmm. i need to come out my you know my, my arm is a little bit dead like right. I, I, I don't have it right now like and i don't know if that's you i thought that they kind of you know he walked the guy whatever and like all right you know that that's your chance you got this guy like you get him out you get out of the inning you know you can you can come back out for the next one but otherwise we're going to we're gonna take you out and unfortunately they ended up losing a no hitter to the pirates to the pirates the pirates. Uh what's their record? They have been fun to watch recently. Well like, sh- maybe. I don't know.
1: I, I haven't taken the time to do so.
2: What's the Red's current record?
0: Yeah.
3: I'm not hundred percent sure.
2: Uh they're nine and twenty-six. Nine and twenty six.
3: Ten
1: and twenty six with the win. Well with tonight's
2: I, win, I, yeah. Yeah. I think that's the We did I, it! I, I Double digits. Hey, we did it. No, I think that's, I think that's, uh, are they 10 and 26? They just haven't updated it yet. On it's here yet.
1: At the at the top of the box score on ESPN, it says the Reds are 10 and 26. Google says nine and 26. Oh. Um, like to see former Bearcat Art Warren get that win.
2: Oh, I mean, he did give up the game tying two run home run in the bottom of the ninth. So. And that's Bearcats baseball talk. The Reds are currently thirteen games out of first place. Did, in Central did
1: did Mo do his update yet? No. As far as the, what they're what they're pacing, what they're trending.
2: However, they are only nine and a half games out of a wild card spot. There's a lot of baseball left this year, Aaron. Oh my god! There's oh,
3: there a, it is. Uh, the Reds wait. are now on pace to finish forty-five and one thousand one hundred seventeen. And go under their posted win total Excuse they must what? go <laughs> this is most tweet i don't know man it looks I, like I he's had a beer pay. and a cigar at the same time <laughs> there's a picture of a beer and a cigar so he may have there might be 45 and
1: 1117 uh-huh. what it says
3: man what I... they're
1: or or maybe he just meant 117. nope he put 1000 well that would total okay. 162
2: yeah so let's let's take it so, let's take it with context singered the one all right
1: coming from somebody who continuously has typing errors and er (laughs) grammatical errors and
2: all of the errors they have greatly increased the number of regular season baseball games
1: edward it's true i was uh, that was me calling you out
3: oh i know you were calling me out i know i understand Tonk already got me on one today
1: i saw that and it Sang to my heart, actually.
3: That was all Apple, by the way.
1: That was awesome, is what you meant to say. That Tonk called you out.
3: No, I just I don't care. I don't care if Tonk calls me out. He's a good dude. I just, uh, just that, I'm just blaming that one on Apple.
1: Blame it. You you love to spread the blame. Yet, I've never seen anyone in my life have so many errors as you.
2: Couple Reds players, probably. Also, did you? Yeah. You know, Right, since we're on Red's Talk, you see the uh, Tyler the Stevenson, Tyler- like that Tyler Stevenson VIP package that you can get now? Thank you, Jeffrey.
1: No, what is the Tyler Stevenson package? Good. Other Jeffrey.
2: Other Jeffrey. Uh, on May 28th, I guess if you have a ticket for the game, you can upgrade it to the VIP package. So Tyler, it does happen to be the Tyler Stevenson bobblehead day uh, on May 28th. Uh, but each package includes an opportunity to receive a guaranteed bobblehead, have the Reds catcher sign it, plus a lower-level field box ticket for the game and admission to the Reds Hall of Fame and Museum. And VIP packages are $100 each, with the autograph session taking place at approximately 10.30 a.m. in the First Star Fan Zone.
1: Where do you get someone to sign a bobblehead?
2: On the base, but also on the hat. Um, I don't know what that bobblehead's going to look like, so maybe... Oh, we Maybe if the, maybe if it's like, maybe it has like a little spot. Maybe, maybe they knew they were going to do this VIP package. thing. I feel like
1: it ends up on the box.
2: See that. No, you wouldn't put it on the the box. Yeah,
3: but some people don't take it out of the box. That's true. Well, they'll take it out of the box and then put it back in the box. I don't know. I'm just, let's pull Matt Latos out, for example. Put him away. So the Matt Latos bobblehead here. Most people will yeah. have them sign, like down here on the base, right here on the brown, or on the bill of the hat.
1: See, when you said base, I thought you meant like an actual, like white
2: base. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a solid. I, I see, I see what you're saying there. Yeah, did you mostly look up and see what the uh, what that bobblehead's going to look like? That's I Tyler did look bobblehead. It, I'm sure uh, there's like some sort of something or another. It does look like, yeah. Uh-huh.
3: They, on this one, here, let me throw it up here. It looks like they could possibly have him sign it
2: on the forehead.
1: That's the last place I would want the signature.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't want it there. I think the hat's probably a good go-to, Ed, or like it's probably well, a helmet. Is it a helmet? It's a
3: helmet, so it might be the back of the hat. But
2: yeah, you could definitely do that. get it the, right
1: there, or but... the base behind that, uh, behind that right foot,
3: behind his foot,
2: probably well,
1: his left foot, our right.
2: Yeah, somewhere in that. That actually area looks
1: else. like him. That's not bad.
3: On the pant leg, that's the one thing the Reds do do well is is get their
2: bobbleheads to look correct. Uh, I said not, not, do. not early on. minute no, not early on. No. Uh, Chat, Jeff just mentioned the Matt Harvey situation. Uh, he's been suspended for 60 games 60 for games. distributing for distributing a drug of abuse under MLB's Oxy. drug program. The league announced on Tuesday. So this is the Sean Casey figurine they gave out before they start doing like bobbleheads.
3: This one has a nice base at the bottom. You can get that signed, like, right there.
2: Right? I think it'd be hard to get your, like, get a pen in there to, like, really sign, it though. Be hard.
3: Yeah, well,
1: some people think it's better just to, you know, have actual real interaction with him on, uh, on video as opposed to having him sign a, a bobblehead.
3: So if I'm getting, like, this Eric Davis, like, this Funko Pop, I'm getting a paint said. pen. I'm getting a paint pen, like a red paint pen, and have it go, like, right across here, right?
2: Yeah, that's usually where people have yep. Funko Pop signed. Was across the if they have them opened or unopened. I mean,
1: um. So yeah, about the Matt Harvey stuff. If y'all might remember him, as uh, he was the Dark Knight here. Um We
2: just talked about him last week, actually.
1: We did yeah. briefly, in, but for, we did for
2: the Mets, and then he came here. Yeah,
1: right. Um, he, he didn't. He had some issues in New York, and perhaps that was related to the uh the oxycodone. Um, but he. The nightlife and uh, New York apparently was too much for him, as he kind of got got right here in Cincinnati. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's Matt Harvey suspended for sixty games. I'm not even sure if he was still pitching.
2: He's on point. a he is he's on a minor league contract with the Orioles. He's at the team's extended spring training facility in Sarasota, Florida. The suspension's retroactive back to April 29th, and is the uh, as a result of negotiated settlement that will allow minor league games to count towards the punishment.
1: So he's allowed to play minor league games or those count as him sitting out from count, minor league games.
2: The, so he can continue to practice at the team's extended training, fa- spring training, training facility in Sarasota. It sounds like, but he cannot participate in any games.
1: I'm curious <laughs> if someone is suspended is it like if they hit the IL, where do they count against your 40-man? If they're on the 40-man, do they count as a roster spot if they're suspended, or is it as if they had gone on the IL? I, I wonder how that all works in that regard.
2: Actually, a I solid know. question. Uh, Those would probably all be very good questions for one uh, Clayson. <laughs> yeah. answer. Clay, where are uh, you at? I'll send you a link. A, he's a little more... Uh, in in that realm, then uh,
1: just just curious how that ends up breaking down because that's that's not something that happens when you're playing MLB the show where you have to worry about suspended players.
3: That should be a new feature that that they well, put in.
1: I mean, you can say that, but how fun would it be when it just hits you at random and it's like your best player
3: on the team? That's, I, you, exactly. Like, that's what I'm that's like what I'm you saying. Start,
2: you start performing well and all of a sudden they're like, but you you've popped a positive D <laughs> like you're out for the next two seasons. Yeah. Enjoy it. You're it like,
3: could be like, you know
2: what? You know how like uh,
3: do they do it in MLB the show like they do on like uh NBA 2K, where like, you can go to the streets, right, and go to the party or whatever? No. Okay, well they should. And then like hey, when you were at that party the other night with you know the dark knight, Matt Harvey. Uh that weed he gave you, they traced it.
1: You you went to a really dark place. That's not even yeah, how NBA did. two NBA two K doesn't work like that. What two, what two K are you playing?
2: Sorry, your star <laughs> pitcher got busted for Bds
1: You're like, I'm going to the playoffs. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> like wipe out half your team. Well, <laughs> or, or if that was an option as you're like playing your road to the show, like Yeah do you take this foreign substance not knowing if it's, <laughs> there you go
3: there you go it's okay <laughs> there
2: you go <laughs> like if it, oh yeah yeah that's Matt, what if like what if like you're, you're in the middle of a game and and they institute like or they like implement the the whole like the um like checking your hands thing as you come off it's like they found sticky stuff on your hand <laughs> your dude's out you're like I, what are you talking about he's a digital I, character
1: I only want it if the umpire is looking deep into my pitcher's soul
2: right. as
1: he's rubbing his hands.
3: <laughs> that, we uh, should that have was, us design the game. We would put so many Easter eggs in there. It would be so much
1: was fun. was
2: so uncomfortable to watch. Do you remember? Was, do, you, do you remember I like, get, how, how do you? I, I, I don't wonder. There's no other rational response than what occurred immediately following that. Like, why are you staring me down while you slowly rub my hand? Like, literally every other umpire is like, and that's it. And he's over there like, uh, oh, right, you're good. <laughs> Do you
3: remember, uh, like NBA Jam? We used to be able to put those codes in. You could play as mascots or you could play as like Bill Clinton and all that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. We need that on, uh, on 2K or MLB, the show, right? You could play as, I don't know, somebody cool.
1: Yeah, you can, you can actually create your own players and do that now.
3: Yeah, but then you gotta go create a bunch of players.
1: Uh, there's plenty of rosters. Like, even sometimes you'll see somebody make a whole MLB roster list of. Oh,
3: I didn't even think about that. Somebody of, yeah, yeah. of
1: wrestling or of like pop stars or just previous stars for that team and they'll make a whole team of that. there's all sorts of different roster creations and creators making all sorts of crazy things for you to play just like that
2: i I forgot about that that's i feel like that takes a lot of time Yeah. do they sell those like do you have to buy those no it's in the the downloads
3: well i have i have uh wwe WWE 2k uh the Mm -hmm. video game on my computer um and there yeah i now that you say that, that you can go out there and you can download it uh, pat mcafee or like an old undertaker yeah. i don't know
1: if you people. guys remember this like during the pandemic i feel like it is when it happened um
2: when they did there, the
1: yeah there was a guy making all the uh the super fans for oh Bengals yeah last year yeah, yeah doing a like whole career
3: mode with all like the super a royal fans. rumble yeah, like the, yeah yeah the... we talked about that with uh captain and uh bengalorian
2: yeah ed was sad he didn't get included I I do remember that.
3: I do remember being upset about that?
1: Ed, what are you a super fan of?
3: I mean, you know, everything.
1: Yep, that's about what I expected.
3: <laughs> I mean, you know, like everything. <laughs>
2: come down here in the basement, check it out. Ed, what would your finishing move be? Stone Cold Stunner. See, I feel like you should have gone with Powerbomb. Is or, there a better is
3: there a better like, finishing move than the, the Stone Cold Stunner though? Yeah. Like what?
1: Um, Xbox bucking Bronco in the Oh, that's a good... uh, Okay. Forgot about that.
3: Forgot about that.
1: That one was hilarious. Rikishi stink face.
3: (laughs) Didn't Yokozuna used to do that too? Godfather's
1: Uh, Ho Train. I forgot about the Ho Train. Oh, man. I forgot about the Godfather. He was the best. him and Val Venus when they were tag team partners hello ladies out of control goodness
2: that's wild alright hasn't gone off the rails enough already and we're half an hour in excellent
1: so I don't know I mean do you have any expectations at this point for the Reds like I know obviously we've moved past I don't know that at least we moved past talking anymore about the ownership and all of that because what what hasn't been covered at this point with all of that? Uh, Jeff, you weren't here last week when they ran out of hot dogs and beer.
2: I heard about the, that.
1: For the $3 beer night, $2 hot dog night. Curious to see what happens uh, the next Tuesday night game. Uh, there's no way they can have this happen two weeks in a row or two, well, two consecutive games in a row.
2: Is that going to be a thing? like a that's, Tuesday a supposedly, night
1: thing? that's supposedly going to be a continuous thing as they're doing anything that they can to try and get fans into the stadium because I thought they're, I saw, they're still crying. They're crying poor louder than they've ever cried poor.
2: I thought that they still, I thought, uh, I saw somebody, you know, they said they ran out of the 12 ounce cups. So they started doing the $3 beers and 16 ounce cups.
1: Well, and we weren't sure. We, True. I don't know if that ever got confirmed or denied if they were doing cups or if they were doing actual cans,
2: we did not
3: get confirmed.
2: Hmm. I mean, right. if they made areas where you could build like a pyramid, I would probably be in for that. That's what I said. Like, set it up on the outfield wall. No, like you, set it up, you set it against up the against the net. Against the net,
1: absolutely. You set it up against, against the net,
2: the net. And, well, then so when the... Ball, and then a foul ball hits it, or a player like Joey Votto's running over to field. Something he catches it, and he just punches. He just punches your pyramid, and well, the no. cans go flying. Dude, you get a player with you get a pitcher with a wild pitch.
1: You're doing yourself a disservice if you're sitting at the dugout with the net right there like that's the, the perfect place right on top mm-hmm. of the dugout you build the pyramid that way it gets camera time it's on the net and it's got a solid base which is the the dugout of either home or visitor
2: which there is nowhere in a hockey arena where there's a solid base given you're you're talking about a very right. narrow space <laughs> right. on the outside of the, the glass on the boards well,
1: of- you know if you do it on the visitor side they're gonna just throw the ball against the net and knock the whole damn thing down right somebody's yeah, gonna get pissed uh,
2: about it you got it and, and the thing is, is there's not enough fans in the stands right now that anyone would actually get hit by an empty because <laughs> it would be your beer mid of like
1: <laughs> and no one's around you because there's only 14 other people in the entire stadium <laughs> right
2: and when it gets hit it's just like everything goes all over the place that'd be awesome maybe i'll go to a game and do that i'm, I'm just gonna smuggle in I want Can to smuggle bring- in empty cans because <laughs> I can't afford to buy that many cans at a, ba- at a, at a For three gym. for $3. Oh, I guess if we do, if it did on like a Tuesday, you'd be all right. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And, I that mean, would bring a new, i bring a new. Yeah. You're speaking about, uh, about the, the cost of, of like concessions and alcohol. Do you guys see the, uh, the stuff at the PGA championship that's going on this week? No, no, so a now they didn't confirm if it was um like twelve ounce cans. I gotta I gotta think that it's not twelve ounce cans. It's probably you know at least sixteen ounce cans. But a their concession stand thing got you know the little menu got leaked out uh, early last week, and people went bananas because a, a bottle of Aquafina is six dollars. A Michelob Ultra. And they do look like they're a little bit taller cans, but I know Michelob's are skinny, so like it might not be a twelve ounce can. Uh, Eighteen dollars, nineteen dollars for a Stella uh, Kona Big Wave Gold Nail. Fifteen bucks, Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Nineteen dollars.
1: Ed, what's the word that comes after Stella? Hmm. There's two there's two words in the name for the the beer that starts with Stella. What's the second word after Stella?
2: You want me to spell it for you, Ed? A R T O I S. Unmute yourself. There you go. Um. Artos. Artos. Stella Artos. That's one of the one of the top one of the top beers out there. Stella Artos.
1: I was waiting for Artois.
2: How do you how do you pronounce
3: it? Artois. Ah. I knew oh. there had to be some French in there or something. We got him. We got him with the other language.
2: Target. So yeah, I mean it, I guess if they're like 24 ounce cans, maybe that's like 18? You know, then you're looking at $9 and I mean, that's the kind only of like thing normal, that costs like, more
1: per ounce right now
2: is gas. Or, or, or,
0: uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. It cost me 80 bucks to fill up the truck the other day.
2: But oh, I just thought it was funny. You guys were talking about that. So that was a, uh, that was actually like a story this week. People My beer at Garth Brooks this
3: weekend was like,
2: it was a 22 ounce. I Why... it was like 14 bucks.
1: Why did your wife say beer me as she was holding a seltzer?
2: yeah ed, I, know. I know i wasn't gonna i wasn't gonna call her out i'm gonna call that... you out ed for not proofreading her uh tweet or getting the her a
3: beer when that was what she really wanted i was in apparently. the bathroom cleaning
2: up my leg because this lady
3: puked on me she wanted she wanted a beer ed not not a
2: not a white you got puked on at the garth brooks yeah. was it before or after the concert started before we were all stuck in the in the concourse <laughs> why did you make storm her to come through
3: why did you make her puke I didn't. I'm sitting there talking to my cousin, and all of a sudden I felt something like splash on the back of my leg, right? Like two oh, little drops or something. No. I'm like, what the hell was that? Turn around, and there's this lady. And I'm like, "Ah, oh, you got to so be little, kidding me. Did she puke into your shoe? No, she puked on the floor next to me, and it's, it so splashed you up. You got back.
2: You gotta I got splashback. back. I got splashback. back, yeah. All right. It's not like she,
3: like, puked down your leg. I had to go to the bathroom and get a uh, paper towel and soap and whatever, clean off my leg, because I wasn't about to.
1: All right, I just wasn't night. sure if you ended up with
2: puke shoe. Oh, that'd be awful. All right, Aaron, you can go on to what uh <laughs> what, what we are gonna go to before we start talking about beer and also I saw shoe. one of your
3: I saw one of your co-workers there and he said he was gonna come back and say hi to me. He never
2: did. Um sorry? I work for Chad.
3: <laughs> I'm talking about Jeff.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, Nick. Ed
1: oh man and, how, how was your your concert experience as hey that was a we, great we, concert well and we saw that Garth was was definitely at UC this weekend as uh, Chad and I ended up talking with both Tamar and Chris Lepore in regards to all of the goings-on with that and Demar's story was hilarious
3: I love the part where he said I thought I was doing this guy a favor you know former NBA player and everything
1: I don't know if that was the best part, or where he said, "I politely turned him down to go play cornhole with my neighbors."
3: Which, by the way, I think his neighbors are a lady I work with, um, because she talks about hanging out with Demar all the time. So, and they seem like they're cornhole people. So it could have been that. I should send her a message and ask
2: her. I need more. Just on this. let that let that go. I
1: need more on this. No, let, don't. Go. let it go.
3: <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, my bad. I probably that probably came out a little wrong. Define, um,
1: define cornhole
3: people. The game of cornhole. The game of cornhole.
1: No, no, I understand. I, I totally understand that. Yeah, That's not the part. What, what makes one a cornhole person as opposed to
3: not a cornhole person?
2: Like if you saw me and Aaron standing next to each other,
3: are we cornhole people? I, I would you assume say, you guys would, would would play some cornhole at a bonfire. So,
1: <laughs> at a bonfire. So who's
3: <laughs> so dangerous? moving on okay i don't understand back to the garth brooks concert um it was a great concert by the way what was your favorite part give give me a breakdown when he sang the river everybody put their cell phones out that was pretty cool to see within the stadium um why are you crying
1: i because i cry when i laugh it's a blessing and a curse
3: Um, There was a lot of people in the concourse before while we're waiting for the storm to go through who swore that the thunder uh, was rolling. No, Jamar uh, Jamar Chase and um, Joe Burrow (laughs) were going to come out when he sang Colin Baton Rouge. They didn't. Matter of fact, the only Bengal I saw there was Anthony Munoz. So he came out with an Anthony Anthony Munoz jersey on, which was pretty cool. Um, I feel like if DeMar would have at least acknowledged him in that basketball game, maybe he would have came out in DeMar jersey um but no it's it a great concert uh the dude's an entertainer he is an absolute entertainer and i don't feel like he's missed a beat in like the years all these years like he's 60
1: when i saw him perform a couple uh, this is i don't know five seven years ago
3: right before the pandemic when he was at uh five seven bang. years ago is not, yeah
1: no i was in i was in lexington oh okay yeah um he had a moving sidewalk at his show and was playing his guitar on the moving sidewalk and his feet went out from under him and he ended up rolling on the moving sidewalk and couldn't get up because he's rolling and couldn't get his feet under him because the sidewalk continued to move under him. And that was hilarious. And I hate country music and didn't want to be there. So in Demar's defense,
2: country music every day for the last like four
3: days. In Demar's defense, when Chris tweeted that photo of him and Garth together, Really didn't look like Garth too much.
1: Well, here's the thing is you can actually pull up that picture to show people I guess what that looked like. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I would absolutely agree. Uh, definitely did not look like him. Um, I would not have recognized him. I didn't know. Chad told me last night that apparently that's his new thing is with the beard. Um, didn't know he had a beard at this point.
3: He's always had a beard.
1: That's not true. 100% not true. He's always had a cowboy hat. He has not always had a beard. As a matter of fact, I think, isn't it when he did his like alter ego, whatever that name was? Isn't Chris Gaines. First...
3: He did not have a beard when he was Chris Gaines. That's correct. I mean, it doesn't look like him at all. Also, he looks like he is built a lot more in the upper body right here, and in the concert, he did not look like that at all. That's what flannel will do to you? He was wearing a Anthony Munoz jersey he was not wearing flannel
1: Say it was like the fifth time he's ever worn a jersey at a concert Um, but they're apparently charity partners
3: yes I guess they went to Xavier University and did a talk for the players there
2: Hmm. that's unfortunate
3: yeah it it is unfortunate go to Xavier to talk to the players go to UC to ball
1: weird that he was at Xavier and didn't ball
3: tells you all you need to know about that campus
1: there is that he even went back for day 2 at uc so
3: i did hear that too that's nice to know yep. uh years ago um back in the 90s when he was in town he rented out uh the Cincinnati Gardens for him and his crew to play uh, hockey
1: why do you know that
3: i did a lot ed of research on was, the
2: cincinnati ed was on his crew
3: i did a lot of research on the cincinnati gardens before they tore it down
2: Hey, since this shows all over the place, what do you guys think <laughs> about <it now? laughs> What do you guys think about uh, maybe moving Tyler Stevenson out from behind the plate to a position in which he will not take foul balls off the face mask and possibly have concussions that could end his career?
1: Oh, you mean like first base where shortstop? He might be a better suited player.
2: First base, yes, Aaron. That's that. That was where my mind was. Not shortstop, but I mean. All right, Ed. Anyway, I I, I think that's a well, I mean a you, valid you kind, conversation that needs to happen.
1: You kind of kill two birds with one stone with that, right? Because you can keep Joey focused on literally only batting. Move him into the DH slot. You know, you're not trading him until he re- like he, he's going to retire a red. There, there. No one's taking that contract on. The only way you trade him is if you eat. What 19 20 million dollars, whatever we're at at this point, 22. I don't even know where it's, it, it's at in the structure. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think that obviously first base is one of the easier positions on the field as far as fielding goes, um, which is why Joey is suitable there at this point in his career. But yeah, if you wanted to get Tyler Stevenson out to a avoid the face mask stuff b keep his knees strong um because there's a lot of wear and tear on the knees for catchers
3: point what
1: are you giggling about like a little schoolgirl over there
3: this is hilarious from pft commentator people are always talking about exercising their rights go exercise your damn biceps
2: that's not funny that's funny <laughs> all right no, i just I just the other night, um, I think it was Brantley brought it up on the on the on the it's gonna go right past
3: it. Thanks, Jeff. All
2: right, right after uh, yeah. Stevenson took a foul ball right off the, the the face, and he wears he wears like the old school um, the old school the, mask, the mask, not not the hockey helmet. Yeah, with, and and mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, obviously, like a, obviously, maybe that's just what he obviously probably what he's always worn and is most comfortable in. And I don't know if the hockey mask provides any additional safety uh, from you know taking foul balls off the off the face and and uh, you know protecting the old the old brain there. But I just thought it was an interesting conversation that kind of popped up. I all for it. I think if you you know if that's truly a concern that's going on because obviously you know, he. I guess he's had three now. Back to high school um, for me. The
1: bigger concern would be the knees, just with all the up and down,
2: and the and fact that he's like twelve foot tall.
1: Yeah, and, and squatting and at, at what he's like six four or something around around that.
2: He, he is um, a he's a big kid. That is that is for sure. I don't know. I want to I
1: want to preserve that as long as you could. We saw how quickly. Um, what was the the catcher that we had? that was supposed to break out and all of a sudden we paid him. And then he was, he was gone back to, uh, the, the little town where the groundhog sees his, his shadow.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. Rocco.
1: thank you. Thank you.
2: Punxsutawney. Punxsutawney
1: there it is. <laughs> Punxsutawney.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, it, it is a, you know, See, that at a, th-
1: I, That's how you do a, what's his name? You give enough facts sprinkled around
2: i do that usually
3: i do
1: you
3: guys just don't listen i don't
2: know about that Ed. i do so that's actually the, that's actually the, uh, currently Definitely my last red's thought for the night unless something else random <laughs> pops into my head so I'll, I'll fire it out if it does this, um, this show so far has been like a potpourri yeah i mean Mixture. That's just really what we are. That, that's what makes us us. Um,
1: maybe
2: that's maybe that's what
3: PTP is short for.
2: Guys, Liam took a foul ball Hopefully. to the forehead tonight.
3: My nephew? No, Liam Castellanos. Oh, how? I don't know, but it left an indent
1: on
2: his forehead. Was he faced like first against the? Uh, was it at net? The, Was it at a at his own game, or was he at was he watching dad play? Um, oh, there maybe heads up isn't the best thing to shout.
3: There, all right, hope he's all right. Gotta miss them, I do too. Uh, I wish somebody would call us again.
2: So, if, uh, if we want to move on to the other team, the other professional team right the down, the, down
1: right
2: there. down the door walk yeah a florence florence uh,
1: are you walking from the red stadium to florence
3: oh I actually that's yes. true would i'm know.
2: not yeah that ever. wouldn't be a that'd be a long walk maybe you could get on a bird scooter
3: i don't know i don't even know if the
2: range off. would make it that far
3: Thought about doing that on the way back from the concert by the way uh, uh taking a bird to florence no taking a bird up to my i parked over by the uh
2: Convention they shut, they shut down at six PM.
1: Oh, by uh, my old apartment.
2: you're oh yeah, I guess it was, wasn't it? Yeah. The Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, Bengals were so the Bengals roar in. Jesse Bates. Locked in a battle of. Pay me. It's I'm chicken,
1: out. right? It's it's the biggest game of chicken. Yeah, and you're right. It is. The last player that I can remember trying to do this, not with a franchise tag, but just playing chicken with the Bengals brass was Carson Palmer.
3: Carson Palmer didn't work out for him. He got traded to
2: the Raiders. Correct. And it worked out, it worked, worked out well for the Bengals. I mean, we ended up, we, we fleeced the Raiders out of like...
1: Ed, go, go research real quick. Um, What picks the, the I don't recall, what picks I think we got like two with.
2: first, like two first round picks. Or something crazy! I, I want to see. It. I
1: want to see who it ended up being. I'm, I, I don't recall who it ended up being, um, but I don't know. So I don't know how much anybody puts into Malik Wright of the Wright Report. Um, he said basically, "This is much ado about nothing." He's like, "I don't put anything into any of this. Do with that what you will." That said, Jesse Bates is making, as a franchise tag, if he signs the tender, he will make top five safety money. Granted, it's only for one year. Also, the Bengals, if they really wanted to, they can hit him with the franchise tag again next year.
2: Okay, do you want to know who the Bengals got? They got Three. a... when they. Oh. The trade from to the Raiders. Yeah. They got a first round pick in 2012, which turned into Drake Kirkpatrick. Drake. And a second rounder in 2013, which turned into Giovanni, Giovanni Bernard. Bernard.
1: Ended up fantastic. Oh look, there he is. I guess we're going back to Red's talk.
2: Yeah, we're we're gonna flip back to that. Ask him uh, a question, Aaron. Hi Clay. Hi Clay.
4: Hey, how's it going? So I um am currently working on something and I just see Ed has a question for me. We did have a question because we were talking about the Matt Harvey
1: suspension and MLB, the show doesn't deal with suspended players. So I didn't know how this all worked <laughs> as far as do they count against your roster spot for your AAA 26 of 26? Um, do they count against you? Like, does it count as an IL player technically to where
3: you,
4: did did you just ask an MLB The Show question? Is that what you said? I mean,
1: it's kind of, it's kind of doubling up because I, I, I deal with roster moves all the time on MLB The Show, but I don't know how it actually works in real life with somebody who's suspended for PEDs because that's not a thing that happens on MLB The Show. No one gets suspended.
4: Yeah, pretty much a suspension um, is more or less the player's not part of the organization, if you want to think of it in, like, the simplest term. So, like...
1: So it'd be essentially as if they were on the
4: I.L. Correct. Yeah. So Matt, the fact that we're talking about Matt Harvey on a Tuesday night right now is, is pretty funny. Two weeks in a row. Yeah. Matt Harvey in uh, his courageous comeback with the Baltimore Orioles (laughs) is going to come to a screeching halt now due to a suspension. Um, I, I I don't really want to give my opinion on this suspension, <laughs> but we aren't asking for that. Yeah, um, yeah. He believe it or not, he's not going to make much of an impact this year with Baltimore.
1: That's one it, of your uh, obscure Reds, right? Anytime that that Twitter handle asks for obscure Reds, you can now go to Matt Harvey, the black, the the Dark
4: Knight. Matt Harvey's a good obscure red. Um, what makes a really good obscure red, in my opinion, is were they there's two things one like no one remembers them at all like that's a good one obviously right but the next best one is like had a super good career or super good couple years you know everyone knows who he is, and no one had any idea that he played for that team because he fell off so so much
1: so like the uh the outfielder um that played for the cardinals forever and then ended up here. nope, not that one the other one
4: uh, Jim Edmonds or Skip That's Schumacher? That's the
1: one. That's the yeah. one. Jim Edmonds. I forgot about Skip Schumacher. There's yeah. another good.
4: One. We could sit here all day and just list old Reds players and have a hell of a time. I'm sure. Laura, uh, how or did the- you
2: fe- How did you feel about the awesome clip of Jumbo Diaz?
4: Right. Yeah, <laughs> Jumbo Diaz is. Absolutely obese. I mean, I am seriously <laughs> worried about his health right now. Like, that is not know. a healthy human being. But, <laughs> hey, the dude's just hanging out in Mexico just, like, pumping gas. Um, not literally pumping gas, even though that would not be surprising to some people, I'm sure. Um, and just getting the job done, man. He looks like he's having the time of his life. I'm sure he's just, like, pounding beers and just enjoying <laughs> – <laughs> Have you all seen a picture of Michael Pineda? No. And is there any way that you can Google Michael Pineda Detroit Tigers? This guy has been a really good MLB player, kind of an underrated pitcher for years. Um, formerly with the Yankees, was with the Twins, and signed a one-year deal with Detroit kind of late in the offseason. And he came in, I'm not joking, like 45 pounds. He was already huge. He came in like 45 pounds heavier than he was last year. It is the strangest looking athlete you've ever seen on a mound who's actually effective. Like, I don't know how he does it. Ever? I mean, I saw Roger McDowell
1: back in. The second time now, I'm bringing up Roger McDowell tonight. But he wore a a kilt for Rockin' Jock on MTV. I guess the thing with...
4: Michael Pineda, that like maybe was I was Jack. watching him last year with the twins, and um, he yeah, click on that first one, Ed, with him in the top left. Yeah, I mean, the dude's massive. I was watching him last year, and he was like four pitches into the game and sweating so profusely that I, I literally thought he was like having some type of a heart condition.
1: Well, doesn't it he? Kind, he kind of looks like he kind of looks like Panda or uh.
2: Jumbo DS
1: or <laughs>
3: penda, penda, penda.
1: or um w- the the pitcher for the Yankees that lost a bunch of weight that they David Wells well.
2: maybe no not that one no no, no no um you're gonna have to give more more clues Aaron, <laughs> yeah Aaron um, yeah Aaron come on Aaron get better clues
1: picture for the he, Yankees yes, he's he, a, he's a um, he, he, reti- he retired like two three years ago
4: like a a fat dude? Was he a starter? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was a starter for sure.
3: Let me just Google fat Yankees pitcher.
1: I just keep wanting to say Prince Fielder, and I know that's not it because he wasn't even a pitcher.
4: It's C. It's C. Sabathia. C. Sabathia. C. Sabathia. It was CC yeah. C. Sabathia. CC Sabathia, a good guy. Um,
3: this picture of CC Sabathia. But he's lost
4: a ton of weight. Yeah. Oh,
3: yeah.
1: Here's, um, a, here's
2: a side-by-side.
1: Now that he's no longer
2: a pitcher. Look at that. I'm, I mean, he's certainly no Bartolo Cologne. Look at that right there. So it's on side. <laughs> uh,
4: oh. Prince Fielder, I believe, Ed could probably pull this up quickly, but I believe Prince Fielder was 5'10 and 275 pounds. And a vegan. And hit a, inside the park home park run. Home in run. One point time. Yeah. Bananas.
2: Once you get all once you get moving. <laughs> so, 75.
4: No Kevin Mitchell. So are you all talking reds right now? Another win? We were for we, a little we bit. Were. We were. We also want to know what
3: you think about um giving a player an option in MLB to show to take PEDs or use sticky stuff.
4: Are we gonna talk about the show? Because I would love to. We're gonna eventually get to it. We're we're
1: I'm still working on getting that guest. Okay, we'll absolutely talk to him. But okay. Ed wanted Ed wanted like a real life MLB the show to where like you were offered things like are you gonna take this substance that you don't know if it's approved or not? Or I think that would be
4: absurd. Give it, a new and dimension. Awesome. give it a new dimension. I do want to tell you all a funny story about the show. So I typically have been playing the show on the setup that I have for years. And I recently changed my setup to a smaller screen that's closer to me. Yep. Okay. And it now has a shorter HDMI cord. And it threw off my timing so much. Like, I was not used to this distance in the cord. And now I'm much better. Like, I'm taking walks, I'm getting <laughs> better timing. Like, all I needed to do was get closer to the screen Is, to help like my reaction monitor? time.
2: Are you playing on like a computer monitor with a with a uh, a, a So lifetime? this is what it
4: is. It's more or less a computer monitor. It's like a fifteen-inch screen that just has an yeah. HDMI that can also work as a dual um, computer monitor as well. Yep. And yep. I, I am just so much better at hitting. However, pitching, I'm so used to the timing with the button mm-hmm. because that I, I play on the the button you know that does this number. Yeah that all of my pitching sucks. I have to simulate the pitching because I haven't gotten the timing down yet. So I'm simulating half innings, cruising through games left and right.
1: Nice. I uh, I, I know that feeling because when I got a TV that had HDR, it changed everything.
4: Yeah. HDR, high def resolution. Ed. So I, uh, oh, I have that. Yeah. I, I don't want to hijack your show. I really do
2: know are
4: gonna talk play. about just we've been
3: all over the place. We've literally oh, we started referred... off talking about shampoo.
2: Yeah, we did. And wow, it's... that
4: is all over the place. Um, yeah.
1: well do you do you wash your body bar straight to skin or, or do, do you, you use a washcloth? Bar I washcloth.
4: Use because I'm I'm an adult, <laughs> I use a loofah. Which you, you should oh, use. And uh, by the way, anyone that uses a loofah needs to uh, replace it once every month or two months. That thing's freaking gross. Too many people out there in America just use the same loofah nasty ass that's, thing. That's why we use washcloths and you, you wash them immediately. One okay, use, same idea. I use, one that. use I use Harry's body wash. Oh, do that number i use nope. um dove men's shampoo fantastic shampoo comes in a so nice that. Pump bottle two in one no i don't believe in two and ones or three and ones or any of that like that's that's gross <laughs> there's just, no reason just it. one thing should be able to just like clean every aspect and i'm just out on that for a million years people did not use this two in one then they discover it out of nowhere and now one thing can clean everything now No, I'm not buying it. I think it's a sales tool. I don't think it's productive, and anyone that uses it is disgusting. I think Pfizer created it. Total change of subject. I have purchased my tickets for the Bills in Cincinnati to take on the Bengals January 2nd. Go Bills. Who's going to the game?
2: Did you say go Bills? I have a baby on the way. I know, Clay.
1: And I'm two and a half hours away.
2: That's a that's a. I mean, you have you have like almost eight months to plan that out, Aaron. What month are we in now? You've got like seven months to plan that out. It's fine. You Dude. can grow your own loofah. <laughs>
4: can somebody tell me what we're looking at here? I don't. Know. This is a loofah plant. Okay, you, Ed, I'm. You... I'm not entirely sure what that is, but I'm. If I was a betting man, I'd say there's two different loofahs out there in the world, and you're looking at the wrong one. <laughs>
3: You're not talking about a natural loofah? You're talking about like one of those I don't know yeah. loofahs? I don't know
1: what you would use that plant for, Ed, but I don't think it's washing your body.
3: <laughs> it's not. I'm telling you, you can grow your own loofah.
1: Clay's eyes got so big. Clay, what about, our, what about our parents hanging out in
4: Alabama? Hey, how wild is this? I get a text from my dad. He's like, hey, I met somebody from Cincinnati. Have you heard of the Pardon the Punctuation podcast? And I was like, no, what, what the hell is that? And I was like, yeah, how have you not? Like, I've been going on that podcast now for like three or four years, and he's like, oh, I'm hanging out with one of their parents or something. And I was like, well, which one there's three of them. my dad was so oblivious to the whole thing he had no idea Um, but yeah that's a small world um that's crazy so it was aaron's mom yeah. for those li- listeners that are confused
3: well it's yeah. funny because right the day before that jeff got recognized jeff
2: yeah i was at tractor supply and uh i was i was talking to my wife and we popped out of the end of the aisle and this guy's like, um, excuse me. And I was like, yeah, what's going on? And he's like, um, are you on part of the punctuation? Your voice is very recognizable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. It turned out to be uh, Danco Joe who sponsors the, uh, BCJ.
4: Wow, podcast. The
2: BBP. BBP, BBP from BCJ.
4: That's, that that's pretty cool. Well, getting like recognized in person is awkward. Cause you don't it's, know what it, to say. It,
2: it was very awkward. It's very awkward. You're like, oh, on my, on cool. end, I'm sure, you
4: know. Like, what do you want me to do or say right now? You hug them. <laughs> do, do we just start talking deep cut bear cats or something? Or just like, just immediately hug them.
2: Yeah. It was cool, though. It was cool. And then I immediately, after, after we walked away, I I told my wife, I said, how does it feel to uh, be married to a celebrity? <laughs> but then she it's, found chickens and didn't care. And, and she was like, you're stupid. And then. <laughs> that was He she was right
4: (laughs) I was in Kansas City last July for the red series and some guy walked up to me some guy walked up to me and just said I follow you on Twitter and I said (laughs) okay like I do not know how to respond to that
1: you high five like yeah okay man
4: thanks I appreciate it like
1: or you dap up bring him in at the
4: how's my Twitter doing are you enjoying it <laughs> any reviews or I don't know if Danko
2: Joe would have been okay if I just like walked, like just like hugged him just you should have like,
4: just gone
1: in put your your head on his shoulder like just thank
3: you I had a guy the last Reds Fest that they actually had so this was
2: this is not 2008. Maybe. 19, 2019 mm-hmm. Not a true story. Right before I COVID, say. I was
3: wearing my. Part. <laughs> Shut up! I was wearing my part in the punctuation sweater uh, hoodie, and somebody, I'm in the hallway, and get ready to leave. Somebody just walks up to me and goes, "Hey, I listened to that," and I was just like, "Thank you." And he walked away.
2: That was I direction. He listens to it, but did not know that you were on it.
1: It should come as no surprise to any of you that, like, when I'm on the grid doing uh, stuff before like oh air gets recognized all the just, time just jumping around from like tailgate to tailgate and all that um before Bearcats football games I eat that shit up like candy I'm like yeah what's up awesome what's your favorite part just stupid shit like <laughs> you I'm gonna bring ready. beer for me I'm gonna talk to everybody no I can't drink before I go down there man I would not be capable of controlling myself <laughs> a with the amount of beer that I would consume and B being like like toned down during the game. so i don't, I don't drink
2: before games but Fair. clay i'm gonna i am gonna take this back to like a an actual question uh we at, we talked about uh tyler stevenson and the possibility of moving him out from behind the plate shortstop ed said shortstop for some reason aaron and i both agreed on probably first base
4: i um
1: you can do that on mlb the show
4: you can do i, I did that today on MLB, it's his the secondary show. position um i hope that they don't right now um i hope that they and and this is such a lame answer but i hope that they don't do it until they sign an extension just like i think he will come cheaper if he's a catcher um than if he were to be listed as a first baseman which is really a strange thought process i know but
1: since catchers are so hard to come by with bats anyway
4: yeah but like the most expensive catcher is making what 20 something million grand all like. grand all or i don't know what jt Romuto makes but they're both it's around 20 million be. like um in terms of a small market team but uh, okay contract decide let, let, let's just throw out the contract i just think finding a catcher like aaron just said is so difficult um, I know that it's scary when you have a concussion. However, there's not its, it's not like football where concussions pile up. You know what I mean? Like um, in well, baseball, I, brought up, I brought up the wear and tear on the knees,
1: especially a catcher.
4: Because uh, yeah, and his, most catchers will transition and at some point, right? I mean, his Brandoel, wasn't knees
1: though. Mesuraco
4: had the hips; he had hip issues, which is completely
1: different. But
4: yeah, and you know we're talking about a guy who's 24, 25 years old. Like he'll be fine for another five to seven years behind the plate if if they choose to do that with the occasional first base appearance or whatnot. But um, thank you, Geoff, in the
1: chat. Uh, Grandal's at eighteen point two five. Real is at twenty three point eight
4: seven five. Okay. Yes. Thank thank you because I had no idea exact n- number. So we do appreciate that. Um, I just think. Tyler Stevenson, my whole thing is I'm seeing this a ton on Twitter this year. um, It's mostly just wise asses who are idiots wanting to take a shot at ownership when they don't know what they're talking about. Oh, these guys will be traded by the, you know, whatever. Okay, I'm not thinking more than five years down the road as a fan. Like, let's just enjoy something for once. Instead of complaining about something that far down, we're, we're not the front office. We don't have to worry about that. Um clay, I won't I won't have anybody on my roster on MLB the show that's over 30. Really?
1: Except for Joey Votto. My I'm big move on MLB the
4: show has been trading Luis Castillo like immediately. You're um, if I showed you my roster, you would be appalled. Did you get a good Is Jake Fraley like starting or something? Uh, he, no. He's gone. But yeah, Tyler Stevenson at Catcher. Um I see him there for at least three, four, five more years. Um, there's right now in the organization, Matt, Matthew Nelson's playing pretty well. Second round pick from a couple of years ago, may, maybe last year, two years ago, I don't remember. Um, I see him more as a backup than a starter. Um, and, you know, Jackson Miller was a second round pick from a few, few years ago, just has not stayed healthy at all. There's not a clear path to replacing Tyler Stevenson behind the plate, and that's where I think he's most valuable, Um, especially because anyone else that you put back there will not – will probably be at least 30% worse than him offensively. Um, It's a lot easier to find a player of his production at first base than at catcher. And with a team like this, if – you know, you you can't just afford to – Take a lump somewhere like like catcher right now. So if you're getting his type of offense behind the plate, keep that. Go out and sign somebody who who can play first base. Post Joey Um they're just a lot more obtainable. I mean, someone like a Garrett Cooper from Miami would be a great fit. Even though I think Miami's going to try to hold on to him, um, but. You know, finding a player of that level is just so much easier at first base, and first base is the easiest position to move to. That's why you see so many players move there later in their careers. So, yeah, I'm not prioritizing first base at all, honestly, just because it's the easiest one to find.
2: The devil's advocate argument to that is: let us say he takes another concussion, like partway through, the, then you you lose you lose out entirely on on his bat, obviously, because yeah, he's on the the concussion yeah and
4: i just at this point i'm willing to just risk the other i'm trying to think of like one player that had concussion issues in the mlb and i'm sure there are some i just can't think of many because it's just not a position that you get into often now if he is one that starts to have issues for sure but after one concussion um from i what series was that that they slammed into him um So it's San Diego. Yes. Uh, Yes. San Diego. Um, After one, you know, I'm, I'm not too worried about it, especially, especially because he came back relatively quickly. You know, if this was one of those concussions that like you're out for like two months, like we see in football sometimes, or you just don't really know the severity of it, that's different. Um, I I think a lot of our minds are trained in a way now that concussions are super dangerous because they are super dangerous but all of our concussion knowledge mostly comes from football right like, i've had one yeah, yeah. i've had two. i had one as well um i've actually had 14 um, which explains a lot uh no I, i've not had 14 concussions ed looked at me like oh my god now i have had one i'm just concussion. thinking
3: maybe I, I gotta get 12 more so i can be the smartest clay, clay snowden
4: i'm not smart i think i think
2: some of i think some of the the concern for him comes off the fact that you know a, a couple games after he comes back he takes a foul ball off the mask and then is, is removed from the game. Yeah. Um, I guess you do kind of have to take into account that his actual concussion came from essentially a football style, like slamming of the head into right. the ground. I mean, it was yeah. you know it was a, a full and and those just don't happen that often at the plate anymore because of uh, of the rules in place there to to prevent that from happening. Unless you're red. Uh, well, I mean. It's kind of hard to to know that somebody's gonna you know rock bottom you at home plate. Like, it's I'm, just, just, yeah. I'm just saying, like you know, more of a DDT, go. but
0: I yeah. See what
3: you, yeah. So anyway, I, mean, yeah, I, I got know. a concussion in drama class. I uh, about it.
1: I got one drinking. Oh, no one should That's, be surprised. My
3: first one was from drama practice, and my second one was from flag football.
4: Have you all talked about? um the starting pitching yet yeah, either today or, about the lack or, of or this year or we yeah. try to avoid
1: talking about the reds pretty much at all. Costs. oh come know. on let's <laughs> talk a little reds i got uh, 10 uh, minutes 10 uh, 10 minutes come on go ahead the, you came on the floor is yours sir it's yours what do you want to talk about the starting pitching
4: well i just wanted to talk reds i don't really care what we talk about um <laughs> The injuries, man,
1: so much, Clay.
4: the yeah, injuries man. are so freaking crazy. Um, whenever one player gets healthy, another one goes down. But Brandon Drury is making me look like an idiot because I just clowned him all spring training. Um, I watched enough of him in the past to just think he was toast. But did, was think- be,
2: did you think he was going to be Scott Heineman?
4: No, I um was in Chattanooga this weekend at a lookouts game and I realized It's a great stadium, isn't it? Phenomenal stadium in the best city in Tennessee. Screw Nashville.
2: I, um, I agreed with you on that and there were there were a lot of people that were not happy with your uh with screw your them. That,
4: Nashville sucks. I mean na- okay. Oh yeah, I want to go to a city that everyone just fakes like they're cowboys. And a bunch of twenty-one-year-old no, girls are just wasted, and it's so congested. And I'm just and gonna be stressed the entire time I'm there. Like I agree. liked Memphis ten times better. Nashville is, so, is like, a nice, so expensive
2: town. to do anything in Nashville.
4: Yeah, not a good city. But I realize T.J. Hopkins is. Scott Heineman like they look alike There's games are similar like I was blown away by it just hit me at one like the third inning I'm like Holy I was shit, blown away Hyneman.
1: that Scott Heineman didn't clap back at you in your team. I know
4: I typed his name and thought oh great Scott's gonna be searching <laughs> you know what I, I mean is he in is China he gonna, playing or something he I don't on know.
2: Twitter anymore if he, if he if he's over there like they might think He's in Japan been-
4: yeah I, I think Japan or Korea. They're, they're, they probably banned Twitter or something um but what else about the Reds? I mean, Joey Votto went from oh. AAA to Dayton now. He's, Single A. He's good play. Did, so when I saw that, my immediate thought was, oh, Louisville's probably going on a road trip. And Joey said, fuck that. I'll just drive to Dayton. Instead.
3: He's coming back on Friday.
4: Okay. I think it's – yeah, I think it's the fact that it's just close. Okay.
3: Also, um, he commented on an on a Instagram picture from Jess, Jesse Winkler.
4: Winker. Jesse Winker not playing very well. did it's have tonight. a three-run home run the other day, though. How, Jesse how Winker you, posted... How do, you, how do you, what? you misspell when you talk?
3: Sorry, I said Winker. I said Winkler at first. You're right. I stalked myself and I fixed it. That's Anyways, a pretty common
4: mistake. I can see that happening. Thank you.
3: So Jesse posted this picture of himself surrounded by wine bottles, and Joey wrote, My mother, Wendy, runs the wine program at that restaurant. Those bottles Jesse is surrounded by? Teenager Joey used to help stack all of those suckers. Mom still tries to get me to to come in and stack them. And then Jesse said, I'm still the garbage man at my parents' house.
4: Man. Um, he said crib. I can read.
3: Oh, don't say crib.
4: Jesse Winker, by the way, is still doing the service of pissing off Mets fans. He was like toying with them all weekend, waving to do a room. It has not stopped. And now he's like included other Seattle Mariners in, in the bit. So he, he's keeping that little hate on New York. But you, do you know what's really cool about it? It's like you can tell the Mets fans enjoy it too, and they're playing back, and it's all like good nature now. Like it's not like he's it's being like an Yankee, asshole and like they're Yankees yelling. You know, Yankees fans dealing with Cleveland? Or, what's that?
1: Not like Yankees fans dealing with
4: Cleveland? Oh, my gosh, dude. Um, quick story on Yankees fans. My My fiance, Spencer, and I were up there in September and went to a game, sat in right field. Right. Which typical like, you know, oh, dude, the right field is such, you know, we're the toughest fans. We're the, you know, stupid stigmas. And in before the game even started, the right field Yankees fans are already like, you know, heckling. And they do the classic like I'm going to make some one line joke that's going to make this person look like an idiot or say something about their mom. First inning, like a couple funny jokes. Like I laughed. By the fifth inning, they ran out of content. Well, they ran out of content in about the third inning, but it was just so embarrassing embarrassingly bad how their content was. Um, we, we just left in the sixth inning because we were just, like, so tired of Yankees fans. And, like, the, half, half the stadium wasn't full on a Friday night when they were still in a playoff hunt. Like, Yankees fans are the most overrated. I mean, the, the team's good right now. I'm not saying the team is, but the fans are just trash. We The it next worked. night – We saw the Mets play, um, went over to the Mets stadium, much better fans, much better stadium. Um, Yeah, so if you're ever in New York, just go to a Mets game instead.
1: All right, so question for you, Clay. So you brought up earlier the injuries, how it seems like as soon as somebody comes off, somebody else is going on. Do you think that the players, given the current situation of where the Reds are at and what's been going on with – I mean, you were three and and awful – do you think that there's anything to these players just don't care? Like, I need a break. I need to. I need to get away from this. I. I mean, you kind of you heard some hints at that with Kyle Farmer saying basically that the clubhouse was different with Jesse Winker being gone. He used to be the energy guy, the guy doing something dumb that everybody would laugh at. Shocker. Um, but you know, they that people were kind of trying to redefine their roles, and I, I just wonder how much w- with guys going on um, the. COVID protocol and all that, where they weren't even necessarily testing positive. They were just showing signs. Is there anything to, you know, the
4: conspiracy that these guys just don't care this year? Yeah. I don't think that's the, that they don't care. Cause at the end of the day, I always have to remind myself of this too. Cause we think in such different terms, like these are freaking humans and this is their job. Like, believe it or not and this might sound crazy, but not every one of these People live, die, breathe baseball the way that fans might imagine that they do. Like, don't get me wrong. They love baseball and they're ultra competitive. And it's not I'm not saying they don't like baseball, but it's not their entire life. Like, um, you know, uh, how, how somebody will say, like, oh, Joey Votto should stop worrying about TikTok and worry about his swing. Like, dude, Joey Votto can, you know, have a life outside of baseball, too, and care about other things besides the sport. And when you go to a job and, or, or, you know, you have a job and you have five coworkers you really like and three of them leave, right. It, it's different when the new ones come in, it takes yeah. some adjustment and um kind of learning each other quirks cor- and just, you know, working w- with each other. And that's probably what happened. There's so much change in the locker room. It's going to take a little bit of time. Um, I don't think that, you know, these people are battling to get a paycheck. And as we know, All because you have a contract does not mean it's guaranteed for you to to play the whole season, right? Like, these players are playing hard. I don't think anybody's not focused or anybody's taking games off. I I just, I don't see that. Um, I don't picture anyone on this team as being, you know, big ego. Like, there's very few of these players that have produced enough in the league to have somewhat of an ego to begin with. Um, so I, I don't see that. I just think, you know, with the locker room, it's going to take some time to to get used to a whole new group of people. And a lot of these players have not played together. A lot of them haven't even been in the show very much. You know, the, 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 they're still adjusting to learning their spot in the league. And you and you'll hear players talk all the time about when they first get called up. It's not intimidating, but they're a little bit timid of just. Being in a major league locker room, everything is so different. Um, you know, it's it's big time. And uh, it, it just takes such adjustment period. The, this team's going to change a lot between now and even the all-star break with trades, activation for, from injury list. Um, there, there's still a lot of change to go on. But they're playing. I'm hesitant to use the word good baseball, but they're they're winning games. They're beating teams that a lot of people didn't think they should beat and i could not be happier about it after that bullshit article that espn ran um that just pissed me off so much like espn's trash to begin with and they've been going downhill but then you put out an article about the reds possibly being the worst team ever just shows your lack of awareness it, it i mean it's it's so bizarre that anyone had that angle of after one month we're going to claim this could be the worst team ever like i mean anyone was- who watches the games and understands a roster, understands that this team was not what they were going to be, and just predictively so knows it will not be the worst team ever in MLB history. I'm sure it got
1: clicks, but if you had to guess of Tyler Malley and Luis Castillo, who's going to be gone by all-star break?
4: Yeah, I think um, there's a chance both will be gone. Um, What's your gut tell you, Clay?
1: Or do you think Bam goes first? Because, cuz neither of them are on
4: my team. I think Luis Castillo will have a bigger draw in terms of maybe more teams interested and it's not because of you know it's it's not me saying anything bad about Tyler Malley. I just think Luis Castillo is going to be a team that even like deep deep pitching rotations can add him. You he know he I mean? still has That's,
1: one more year of arbitration.
4: Yeah, and he, like legit contenders are going to want to add a Luis Castillo. Um what he could bring back is is hard to say. Um I know on Twitter some people were talking about Tyler Malley trades with Joe Adele in it.
2: Um I got Bobochette. What about Connor Overton?
4: Let's talk about him. Seriously, I mean I don't understand why anybody has anything bad to say about him. I don't understand the people that are on Twitter saying, you know, he doesn't, he's not striking out guys. I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. Well, those are the same people who loved Wade Miley, who threw soft contact last year. Like, is that not similar to what this guy does? He was painting the corners tonight, even into the eighth inning, just dotting on the outside edge. I mean, I was really impressed i don't think he's going to turn into anything long term or whatnot but hell i'm gonna enjoy the ride while while it lasts he pitched a hell of a game and he's done nothing but position this team to win every outing and that's his whole career yeah that's just a guy who deserves all the praise in the world because he was not expected to do anything and he's earned a shot and he's making the most of it and I, i i love him to watch him play. I mean, I don't That's care right. if he's not the, you know, everyone's so f- fixated on projections. Everyone's so fascinated with what's the next prospect we can get in here. What's he going to be in five years? And, and they kind of forget about some of these players that weren't prospects, but are playing well. That those players deserve praise. <laughs> well, you know, that they're working just as hard, if not harder.
2: Um, but tonight was the most innings he had pitched Ever. ever. In, in a life. game, at, yeah. at any level, at any, well, I mean, obviously probably high school and whatnot, he probably won more, but at any professional level, that is, that is the most innings pitch that yeah. he had. Seven and seven two I think
4: I think, uh, what, one walk. One um, walk, two strikeouts. Three hits.
2: Three hits in yeah. seven and two thirds.
4: And it should have been two hits. Um, that last hit by Jimenez, um, Colin Murray should have just gone to the bag instead of, yeah. throwing it but you know yeah. it is what it is and and he should have one less run because that should have been an out and it would have got him out of the inning because he got the next two batters out but
2: he, he's still sitting at a, a 182 era yeah. yeah he's
4: uh he's doing everything in more <coughs> that that you would have asked him for and I gonna say he's he, doing
2: i think he's probably doing far more than i mean yeah. You yeah, you, I know, mean, you pick that guy up you hoped that like maybe he can go out there and, and have some spot starts or fill he in. Is he is literally a like, guy
4: that you pick up to eat innings in AAA. Like he's definitely. not a guy who would would really have much factor and that's what I thought initially until I started to look into it more and he had like seven offers. So from MLB teams to be in their organization as a, like a legit like and the reason why he chose the Reds was because of Derek Johnson. Which makes me think like, okay, this guy like has a lot more to him than we realize. And this happens a lot. You know, all of us, whatever you want to call us fans or whatever we are considered or maybe a little a step above fans, you know, in terms of just how we pay attention to it, overlook these people all the time. I just wrote an article about Paul Blackburn and most people have no idea who that is. He's the fourth best ERA in the American League, and he plays for the Athletics. And it's oh, been I five it years. King's husband, it's been five years since he started that's, his career, and like has never pitched more than thirty innings in the past four years. That's he Troy Blackburn. And- them off, but in reality, mm-hmm. these teams know more than we do, and they're working with them, watching them, um, and that's why it's so important. To, you know, if you can talk to people who are around the game in that way.
1: Can I go back to Luis Castillo for a moment? Are you done with your column? or your? Yeah,
4: let us talk, talk about Clinton, Connor. Let's talk about Luis Castillo, Tyler Malley trades, well, values, whatever you want to talk about. I
3: have a quick question for Claylo. How do you feel about Jesse Bates not showing up at uh, training?
4: He needs a contract. I don't blame him. I think it's just kind of a cowardly move, but at the same time, he's he's way too good for the Bengals to kind of play around with his contract. If if I'm the Bengals, I say we are a legit team now. We're sick of being considered anything but that. We have our quarterback. We have a wide receiver. We have the top trio of, of or excuse me, running back. We have the top trio of wide receivers. Like I want to be considered a legit franchise, not only by our fans, but by the league and signing up one of your captains, right? Right? Isn't yeah. he a captain? Yeah, and like... Yeah top defensive players who's been there for a few years and seen this through like good culture fit. I mean, you can't, you can't sign him and T Higgins though. That's the issue. T Higgins is two years away from a contract, right? They're, they're planning ahead. I don't plan ahead when I'm at the Super Bowl in that way. They don't, I don't worry about a T Higgins contract two years down the road from a position. That's they're already easier to replace. But a position that I have two two other studs at, too. They're already talking about Joe Burrow extensions. Oh, yeah. Well, that's different. Yeah, the most important position. Yeah, three years on that one. I know, but it's the most important position in sports.
2: Yeah, you want to lock that up before it comes up to.
4: T Higgins was to... found in the second round. First round talent, first pick or second pick of the second round, whatever he was. Yeah. Do you know how many receivers are in the top two rounds? Like, you can find receivers – pretty easily and keeping them on. I mean, here's what I would say. T Higgins, I could see not being with the Bengals after his his rookie deal, because you're going to have to sign Jamar chase and how many wide receivers can you factor large money into let T Higgins walk and go to Houston and sign his big deal and be a productive player for a team. That's, eh. you know what I mean? I don't want to invest 30% 30% of the cap, 40% of the cap into two wide receivers. I'd rather use get that it. money for Jamar Chase, sign J- Jesse Bates. You, you, don't worry about a position that is not only strong right now, but a position that you can get productive wide receivers in the second, third, fourth, fifth round even. All right. So the Same
2: guy that represents Bates, represents Higgins, represents, I found out today, Joseph Asai. And uh, I think uh, now Dax Hill.
4: I don't – I just think, like, I would have signed Bates up earlier. I was a huge Bates fan in college and or when I was, like, kind of studying up on that draft. And he's done nothing but produce. I know that he had a little bit of a skid, I think, last year. but It was a down season for him, yeah. Yeah, but you know the talent. I mean –
2: Well, I mean, he showed it in the playoffs this year when it was – Arguably, most important
4: clutch time. I don't want to lose him. And the Bengals have shown that they're doing pretty well with drafting wide receivers. Like they they can spot that talent. I if it's between losing Bates over two years from now, T. Higgins. Wait, wait, wait. You said I don't want to lose him as a Bills fan. I'm speaking on behalf of my Cincinnati Bengals. uh, All
1: right, I see you.
4: I I, I put my Bengals hat on for a minute.
1: Okay, okay. Fair enough.
2: He's like. (laughs) He's like the good berries <laughs> squished into one person.
1: Right. <laughs> so going back to baseball, since Ed hijacked that for a moment, well done, Ed. Yeah, I was um, put on the spot there. Well, I didn't expect
4: it. Well done,
3: Clay. I mean, technically, I didn't. I didn't hijack it. That's what we were talking about before Clay jumped on.
1: Well, you're right, but I still had more baseball. I'll call Bengals. I don't mind. I mean, I still, well, I still had more baseball questions well, because Clay's I wanted to talk- guy. Well, I wanted to talk about the fact that Chad and I last week had the discussion about. Maybe, basically the Reds don't know how to make trades, right? I, I, I think that largely they don't know how to make trades. But you talk about the Luis Castillo trade. It was Dan Straley for Luis Castillo. So whatever Luis Castillo brings back, should they end up trading him, will be a direct cause and effect of the Dan Straley trade. And I'm just wondering if Dan Straley ends up being maybe the most important piece that they just picked up and
4: happened to... He's still pitching. By the way, I, I know he, that he came back stateside this year. Did he? Yeah.
1: Uh, well, last were the Marlins the last organization that you pitched with prior to?
4: No, that's, that's I, Cy Dan Straley. I think Dan Straley may be in the Diamondbacks organization I, or something right now. I, I isn't that he, where he started? Um, I believe I, I I A's. I think he started with the A's. Okay. Um. I don't think the Reds have made that many bad trades. How many players have they traded traded away? Well, that so have I'm going. Of, of course, I'm going back. And again, this is all part of the conversation
1: Chad and I had last week. Was talking about all the moves that the Reds made in regards to like Jay Bruce and Brandon Phillips. Yeah, they blew when they were all dis- when they were dismantling the the 2014 Reds in this the first real big rebuild that they had, and they failed miserably. If we're being honest, like with, with Quato and like uh, a Chapman, like all of these guys, they, they, they brought back, they they waited too long and they brought back nothing like Cody lamb. I mean,
4: John lamb. You're right. Yep. Yeah. They, and that's why they traded Jesse Winker at the, this offseason. Correct. They so they did they did make the move
1: early enough, but they also had to get Eugenia Swarez's contract off the books because I think a change of scenery was absolutely needed for him. He would not be producing here this year.
4: Yeah. It will having him on the book. I mean having him does nothing for this team right now. I mean, yeah, you have some more home runs, like I don't think that they're you still have a log jam between him and Moose. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you moved a contract at eleven million for three more years or whatever it is. Um he was not going to be he he does not change the ceiling of this team is what I'm saying. Um I know he can hit home runs, but it was a good opportunity to clear up money for the future, which is fine. And Jesse Winker has not looked special at all in Seattle. Um I I I actually l- listened to a Seattle Mariners podcast recently that was like talking about dropping him like way down in the order because he can't do anything besides like draw a walk here and there Um in that trade. I mean, Connor Phillips is looking great in single a that was the player to be named. I watched Brandon Williamson on Sunday pitch in Chattanooga. He gave up a home run in the first inning and I think a double Um and then was just locked like, like lights out after that. I think he gave up like one more hit. Or what? One more contact that was solid, and it went for a flyout. Like he was really good. What about Chase Petty? Uh, Chase Petty from the Sonny Gray trade uh, is in Single A um, Daytona, and he's he's pitching well, as most nineteen year olds do. He's struggling with command to an extent, but uh, he's so far away. Um, but I like. I know they time. were excited about him as yeah. well. Yeah, and you know Sonny Gray is pitching well in in minnesota um it's he's already field. been injured a little a little bit which is i think the main concern with the reds was his injury history but chase, yeah chase petty's looking pretty good um if, if we want to do a little bit of minor league talk right now we can
2: you Pat you want
4: about to be everyone's fan favorite i can tell you right now people are gonna love that kid
2: I, there's uh, a there's a guy that um that the the reds just got uh he was he was on waivers, but I uh, I don't know if the, if he I guess he just didn't clear waivers. He's really tearing it up at, uh, at A right now. Uh, Aristides Aquino, I think is his name. Uh, yeah, he's had a couple bombs, bombs with the bats. He is he is uh, quite possibly the is, the epitome of the quadruple A player. Is
1: this just what we need to do with him every <laughs> every couple of years? Like just cut him. No one picks him up. Then he's like, oh fuck this. I'm gonna just. Blast. I am the punisher.
4: Amongst qualified hitters in the MLB this season, he leads the league with K percentage. I like I think he's fifty four point six or something or something like that.
3: How do you know team. this shit but off he, the top of your he, head he, like that? Because
4: he's a magician. He's I don't know.
3: That. I'm just mesmerized by you. <clears throat> I, I
4: I just look at fan graphs and base right. 12,
3: 12, more. 12 more concussions, Ed. A,
4: yeah. Oh.
2: Aquino yeah. is batting two ninety two since he's been back down there with like and, and that's fine. I mean and like he is a quadruple-A player. He's yeah. he's really good in triple-A and not really good in Major League Baseball.
4: He he should become Mike Hessman, who was the all-time leader in triple-A home runs. Played like 13 years in the minors, just cranked home runs and did nothing else. Like He, he was actually on the bats for a, a little bit. So, you know, just become my, Mike Hessman and have a good career on, you know, traveling on – on buses from city to city
2: well and now like they're you know they're improving all of the uh the minor league like you know
4: amenities yeah
2: yeah so like the, the accommodations for those guys you know they're not supposed to be as bad as they used to be well, just to... back to Dan Straley real quickly he did start with oakland and the last team he played for uh before being in arizona's minor league uh, organization right now uh he was at the baltimore orioles
4: baltimore orioles
2: okay. yes
1: I guess my oh. point was this not the first stint he's had with Arizona, correct?
2: Who, uh, Straley. Yes. Uh, it appears that this is, in fact, the first time that he's been in the I Diamondbacks I'm organization. Him with them. Let me oh, pull up sure. minor leagues.
4: Who do y'all uh, want yes. the Reds to trade at the deadline? I I got rid of everyone. I mean.
2: Well, here's the thing, like if you go back to like what we talked about when everything started blowing up, uh, like right at the beginning of like once the lockout ended and all that, and they started making all these trades and everyone, you know, it was like the world's burning and it kind of is uh, or was there at the beginning of the season for us. Um, Because I mean, they've been winning baseball games uh, as of late. Just obviously they're in a very, very deep hole. Um, But Clay brought up a point back then. Um, and one that seems to be echoed by lots of uh, people who say they're experts or whatever now is that like the, the Reds are sort of aimed at 24, 2024. Uh, 20, 24. It looks like some things are kind of coming together for that, um, like Clay pointed out with, with like Winker, like, yeah, like we know he can still hit home runs and he can draw the occasional walk and this and that and the other. And we discussed that maybe they are moving more towards a team that plays like old school baseball um which you kind of saw tonight a little bit uh with naquin laying down a bunt then stealing a base and then uh, reds shortstop legend kyle farmer uh smoked one into left field and and knocked him in which actually turned out to be a a pretty pivotal run because then art warren gave up a two-run bomb bottom of the night Which would have been a walk off had they not got squeezed that run across with a bunt and a stolen base.
1: I, I guess, I guess my biggest frustration though, if we're talking about this, like you have to trade. I mean, to answer Clay's question too, is if you are preparing for 24 to be like the year of the end of the rebuild, then you have to get guys off the books between now and then that are going to be not a part of that rebuild, right?
4: I mean there, there's really nobody on the books. Um I mean there's there's like no significant money after Moose and Vado are gone. There's like nobody even signed. I mean you know there's guys with the ar- arbitration and whatnot but yeah. um
1: but if you're not gonna I mean, pay if, but if you're not going to pay them past their arbitration years looking yeah. specifically at mali and, and Castillo. Right. Because um, they're going to cost quite a bit if you get past the arbitration years
4: yeah
2: but we you going to use those are those going to be the anchors of your rotation like, not if, if you're paying them you, 20
4: million dollars each i think that if you can get good you have to sign one of them or if you don't you you cannot and i know a lot of fans have put this out on twitter it's oh, you know, we can have Hunter Green, Nick Lodello, and they list, you know, four prospects that's in the rotation. Done. Like, that's not how it works. Look around the league at the best teams. Like, there's no rotation that is all guys 24 and under with no experience. Like, you you go out and add. I mean, the Dodgers had all kinds of experience, and they still went out and, and you know, said, we want Max Scherzer. Like, you want experience if you're going to be good. Now, 2024 is year one of – you know, what I call, or what what people call the contention window. They're not winning the World Series in 2024. It's The way it works is, you know, it's it's like an upswing, right? You're trending. No
1: more peaks and valleys, Clay.
4: Right. Well, you're trending in the right direction. Um, It's kind of like the Minnesota Twins this season. Like, okay, we had a bad year last year, but, like, we've added, and we have youth on the way. They're getting experience. Like, you know, they're trending up. I guess it would be this way for the viewers. Um, But a side note really quickly, I'm working on the just baseball highlight reel as you all sent me this lovely request. And I came across a stat um, that Jeff will appreciate. Well, I guess all of y'all will appreciate, but I was doing the Reds game, typing it up and um, Tyler Naquin went deep today, right? His slash line against Cleveland before today's game 391, 440, 870. And today he hit his fourth career home run against the Guardians, the team that he played for. I guess the Indians is who he actually played for <laughs> for his entire career until last year. Or so the dude's killing his old team.
2: <laughs> well, it's about time we have somebody that exacts revenge on their former team.
4: I, I think Naquin's gonna be an interesting player with what do you do with him? 30 years old. A good player. I mean, he's not, you know, he's the type of player that if you trade him at the deadline, it's going to a team that wants either a platoon slash fourth outfielder type. He's not a, you know, he's just not a starting caliber guy on a legit contender. He is a starting caliber player, but legit contenders have those type of players as their fourth outfielder typically. Um, A trade for him would be, I think, interesting. Still has a, I don't know how many two one one or, I don't know how how many years of team control, but he's under team control. I just don't know if like Tyler Naquin is going to be on the Reds for multiple years. You know what I mean? It just I mean, does not really a guy even, though that you know, maybe
2: like you that. package with with somebody to like juice the return of prospects. Is it, the hard honest, part like, about that doing, doing like you're not trading, you're not going to trade Luis Castillo or Tyler Mally for like you know uh, another starting yeah. pitcher like you're going to trade them for a hall of prospects if you're if you're still targeting 2024 if that's like the the goal right
4: yeah and it is hard to package multiple MLB players and the reason why is because there's a 40-man roster right and like mm-hmm. um, on that 40-man roster are a lot of prospects that you don't want to just dump off of the roster now most rosters with 440 mains you know you can create a sp- Spot pretty easily, but if you're talking about a prospect return, um you know, I've just been u- using the Dodgers all, all night, so we'll just continue with them. They bring in Luis Castillo and you know Tyler Naquin. Like you've now had, and you get prospects back. No one off their 40 man. They now have to create two, two roster spots. spots, which, as you see each year with the Rule Five 40 for 40 man spots on contending teams are pretty difficult to come by um so that's why those get a little bit difficult um and you have to find a match that needs an outfielder that's left-handed and brings what naquin brings plus a starting caliber um it's just easier in my opinion to break up trades if you can especially during the year yeah um i could see naquin going there's gonna be several teams that want him it's just what type of return do you really get for tyler naquin yeah probably a mid-level prospect i would imagine and that's not saying that he's bad it's just most teams are not going to pay hey, what too the much value for that of a fourth
2: of outfielder what what's yeah. the value of a fourth outfielder for maybe a year year and a half or whatever you're yeah. gonna whatever they're gonna keep him for but not if the Reds aren't going to. Not as much as what like, a Luis Castillo would obviously bring.
4: Yeah. And the thing that. And the reason why I see him being one that could be traded is just when you look at the outfield depth on this team going forward, it's okay. Jake Fraley's 26. He is a left handed outfielder that is not similar to Tyler Naquin, but brings a lot of things Tyler Naquin brings. Okay. TJ Friedel, left handed hitting outfielder again all these players are falling into the same bucket if you put them into you know here's what this type of player this person projects to be going forward so if you have a bunch of these like which one has the most trade value and is the oldest and it's going to cost the most money tyler naquin it's just and yeah he's the best of the three too but how much better is he to the point that it's Okay, do we have to keep this guy? And I don't on, think, on, on,
2: yeah, that's fair. Do you think that? Uh, do you think that Fam makes it past the trade
4: deadline? <laughs> I no, shot. I have no idea what to think of Tommy Fam. Like, if I like him or not, I uh, I'm a fan of his. Not did not mean to do a pun there. I am a fan of Fam's game. However, like the dude's kind of a psychopath, isn't he? Like, we're we're learning. This guy is like. Like, he could, like, survive any street fight, no doubt. Like, um, he's just crazy. But he's the type of player that is a vet, is experienced, does have playoff experience, can bad leadoff for some teams. He did it with the Padres last year. Gets on base. Kind of limited to D.H. left field only at this point. I guess he could play center, but it would be kind of ugly. And um, Jesse Winker played center. Well, he shouldn't have, but I agree. Um, yeah, I could see Tommy Fan being somewhat attractive just with his age and contract being at 7 million like not a ton of money, but Clay G off in the chat said Puig was also crazy. Puig was crazy. That's Still that's is. very true.
2: He's another one he isn't he also playing in that Mexican league down there?
4: Yeah, man. I, I want to know more about Yasiel Puig's story. Um he was never like a phenomenal player, but everyone loved him, and like he did enough that he should be on a major league roster in some capacity. And he just like disappeared.
1: I feel like people hated him. Like I, I,
4: thought, there mean, was, I thought
2: there was fans. I thought him. there were some like allegations of something against him that that kept There was something from... that,
4: there, there was something that came out recently on that. Uh, yeah, I I haven't kept up with Yasuo Pui, believe it or not. But,
2: yeah. Dodgers Nation actually just wrote an article with his name in it. And I don't know what they—they're they're talking about like Kershaw and some other things, but and they uh, oh, just uh, Puig, your friend, might be overseas, but his fire hose of an arm looks like it made the trip. Uh, I guess it's just talking about. Did you see him throw out that guy going to a whole base?
4: article about one highlight of Yosel yeah, Puig in the Mexican League throwing a guy out a third or something? I love yeah.
2: it. His. No, the, I guess that's one the, of those articles in, that has like a Korea. good headline.
4: He, you click on it and it's just like yeah. the first paragraph. It's just like Ya's Puig, the you know, two thousand and six Dodger outfielder who slashed one through yeah. this one throw. That's and then at the end it's like, here's his stats. It's like it doesn't tell you a single thing. It's just like we you clicked, you know, the ads have been paid for. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Literally the only thing written in here is Puig, your friend, might be overseas, but his fire hose of an arm looks like it made the trip. That's it
4: that's it that
2: sounds about right because he he still has a cannon in the kbo so i guess he's actually in the in the uh the korean baseball Clay. speaking of of crazy people um what
3: are your thoughts on the amber heard johnny depp case
4: I actually do not know a single thing about it because I just not realized single. that there is no reason I should be that involved in someone's... De- is it a divorce case or... It's a, no, it's defamation. just, it's just defamation. a
2: defamation trial. It's silliness that it's... I don't know wasted.
4: anything about it because I just realized that I do not need really to waste my time with that.
2: Well done, Clay. Because how else would Clay then know the stats that he has that he can spew yeah. out? You're right. Was, I should by still the way, watching
4: that and be more like Clay. I would love to sit around and chat baseball all day, but I am working on, so there's 18 games today, 18 games, three double headers. And I'm doing the just baseball highlight reel. For those of you don't know, I'm going to do a little plug here. Have just baseball highlight Go reel comes out every single morning on just baseball.com. It is a brief recap of every game with the scores. And we put in highlights that are videos linked to Twitter accounts or whatever. So, about 10 minutes, five to 10 minutes a morning, jump on there, see all the home runs, diving catches, whatnot. Um, Ethan, <laughs> it's
2: not a weird flex at
3: all. It's me. A, I actually thought I had one that said follow Clay on Just Baseball, but I guess I don't. Me,
4: wasn't it? Ethan and Ryan are the three people that do it. We do it every single night. It takes like we start, like, I started watching games at. 6 30 today and won't end until the last one how finished, many
1: screens so for it. are you on the four, four screens? screens
4: i i took a little break right now to to hop on here so i'll have to catch up but we we work our asses off on it so
2: if you haven't checked
4: it out check is it, it a, out it's a daily update on everything you need to know from the night before is we it Keep combined, up with everything so you don't have to i
2: would say is it a combined effort or is it just like you do it one night, one of the like Ethan's Yeah, does it it's like I do it
4: tonight and tomorrow night. We just plan it out on Sundays and you just watch every game and just write up the recaps and pull the highlights from Twitter and combine it all. Um
2: like just from anybody's Twitter, or is there like you use like MLB's like so we use our own Twitter
4: account when so a little behind the scenes, Ethan who baseball. does the uh state of the division podcast with me on Fridays. He does all the videos for the Twitter account. So, like tonight, he's at the Florida Panthers hockey game. So, like, we're not putting out much content. So, (laughs) I'm having to find all the videos. But typically, I just text him. He'll tweet out the videos from the Just Baseball account, and I'll link them into the
2: highlight reel. And then the uh, the that little podcast that you just mentioned the uh, the division recap. That's a that's a fifteen minute recap oh, we try to make normally... them
4: 15 minutes long and it's every friday morning they come out on spotify state of the division and terribly difficult to do
1: 15 minutes only right
4: yes um chad and is... i do it every night
1: and it's it's terribly difficult to do it is
4: difficult to cover each team and what they've done in a week and do it in 15 one time i did exactly 15 minutes and we try but it's usually 20 minutes um, every single division is covered, so it's six days a week, Monday through Saturday, every morning. Each division's different
2: uh-huh. guys from just baseball cover each division, like mm-hmm. in pairs. Yep.
4: We have two two people for each
1: division. Well, that is Clay Snowden. Though we uh, we appreciate you making time for us tonight. In the oh, midst, anytime! In the midst of thirty six teams playing, there's only thirty in all of baseball, but somehow thirty six teams played today. they double games. headers. I know. Uh, but but that is Clay from Just Baseball, made time for us uh, in the last hour, really. Um, so thank you for taking time out of your night tonight. We do appreciate it, sir.
4: No problem. Thanks for having me, guys. You can follow you him
1: at Clay underscore Reds. Nope, right I changed oh. it. No. Oh, switched it up on us.
4: Um, it is – just just type my name in on something. You'll find it somewhere. That's I don't cool. even know what my – it's snow or –
3: He's hit that know. level. You just type my name in and you'll find
4: it. Don't worry. Well, if you type I, – I don't use a fake name like you, Big Ed Cheese Dog 32 or whatever <laughs> your Twitter <laughs> is. It's <laughs> 2 <Tuchin laughs> Chen well, thank you. 12 Coney Failure at 2
2: It's at Clay underscore S-N-O.
4: <laughs> All right. But
2: All right, just, thanks guys. Get out of here, Clay. We appreciate
3: you. See you, buddy. I see if
2: you don't change your name to Big Ed <laughs> Cheese Coney or whatever, you just called you <laughs> for at least a day.
4: Doing, I don't remember he
1: You'll have to go back and listen right around the 153 mark. Yep. Um so one last okay. thing we want to get to before we get out of here.
2: We did cut co- we covered Jesse Bates there too with, with Clay Sutton. How about that?
1: We did. Um, but one last thing I want to get to before we get out of here um the bearcats football team did sign a transfer yesterday this
2: one kind of seemed like it, I
1: mean I'm sure kind of came out of stuff. nowhere
2: yeah I'm sure maybe there was some rumbling somewhere that people had info on but uh yeah did, that was did you read up on this he, he's a big fella I mean I guess he I guess he missed all last year because he was hurt with like yeah, eye surgery his, well his, he had he had foot surgery
1: had, foot. yes foot surgery and he had a detached retina like he had to have eye surgery something about having to like lay down Uh, clay went into depth about this everything with his eye or i'm sorry not clay um brent went into depth on this last night in regards to what he had to do to rehab his eye where he had to keep it closed for a certain amount of hours and then let it drain, and then leave it closed for a certain amount of. How the hell do you keep your eye, one eye closed?
2: Probably, for I mean, hours. It, I assume it's probably just an eye patch. It probably just had to be like totally covered in. You know what I mean? Like, and then probably like. It,
3: or they, or they use the trader tape and just like yeah. That's, just, what, you know I, mean? that's, that's what I. That's what I saw last night. Do you have to like glue it down or like?
2: Probably have to I, tape it down. Probably trader I, tape. If it's got to be all the way shut, you, you're going to have to tape it because. You would have, I mean, just from yeah, life, sure. you would have yeah. an involuntary just yeah. open it up, yeah. and you'd have no eyebrows anymore. He's a big dude, though. He
3: is a big dude.
2: He's a four star coming out of high school. He was yep. a
1: four star, and he had offers from Alabama, Ohio State. Out of he comes out of Mentor, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got, I think, Cleveland
2: area, right? Three right. years of eligibility left.
1: I believe that is correct, but it's it's it's, it's kind of up in it's the always- air.
2: COVID.
3: The
1: COVID years, the COVID years is the thing that throws everything off. Nobody's really sure. Um, either two or three years. I guess it's kind of one of those wait and see. Um, as he was projected just a year ago, um in 2021 in January, um there was a write up of him on twenty four seven that he was projecting as a second or third round defensive end before the injuries.
2: He played uh uh, let's see, I guess he's uh, eleven warriors, uh, which is like the Ohio State yeah, yeah, yeah. like fan their fan yeah. thing. Uh, they do mention that he is the second Ohio State transfer on the Bearcats roster, uh, joining former Buckeye wide receiver Blue, Blue Smith. Smith. but Blue. he's technically what the third Ohio State transfer since um, Luke Scott here since Luke's got here because you got to include uh, Evan's brother.
1: Correct. Garen, what um, was here? Garen, garen prater yeah mm-hmm. um i don't know i i think it's it's definitely interesting because again none of us saw it coming he kind of fills a spot where behind your starting three you didn't really know what the defensive line had behind him as you have you know malik van you have uh returning senior malik van um you have juan briggs uh, at the nose tackle, and then on the other defensive end spot, you have Jabari Taylor and uh Chad said Kyle Trout also transferred okay. here from Ohio State. Um, but but yeah, that's uh behind those three guys, you have you had question marks, you had guys who hadn't had really an opportunity to get on the field because you had you know, my J. you had um,
2: Curtis Brooks,
1: Curtis Brooks. <laughs> yeah
2: you you had you had some a nfl guys no big deal yeah yeah some nfl guys um i mean the the good thing about him coming down here is i mean he's got some familiarity with uh Kerry combs or carrie combs has some familiarity with him um i'm sure that probably helped facilitate uh Cincinnati is an option for him. Uh, well,
1: and, and he was being recruited back in 2000. He was class of 2019 as he came in, which wasn't too far removed from either Brady or Luke Fickle as they've been here now five years. Um, so they may have been in on early recruiting of this kid, depending on at what point Ohio State started recruiting him. Yeah, I
2: mean, uh, and it looks like maybe he's going to wear 99.
1: I didn't know that, but.
2: Uh, he just like his his tweet. Whenever he announced that okay. he was committed, you see, he just he's wearing a ninety nine jersey, and he put hashtag it, double nines.
1: What an edit that was, by the way! Like, <clears throat> it looks like he's wearing UC stuff. That like a good except one, except on I think his left cleat where the the Under Armour kind of got.
2: Looks like he's just wearing a sock.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um. But but that was a that was a really really good edit.
2: Yeah, no, I mean. Uh, obviously we, we will we will take any any more additions uh well and to if a team he, that you know, is good
1: I was just gonna say if he can get up to where he was at, I mean prior to the injuries and then what he did in the spring game, I believe he had two sacks in the spring game um for Ohio State. Yeah, that's a fantastic edit. Um, but if he can get to where he he was at prior to the injuries, and then what he did in the spring game, and somehow transfer that coming on in uh, in breathers for either uh, Jabari Taylor or Malik Van, it's a hell of a backup, a four star backup.
2: Yeah, I mean, and who knows? I mean, he, he could come in and blow Reak us away and wreak yeah, havoc. Was, yeah. But what so, do they always say, Aaron? Iron sharpens iron.
3: Yes, sir. I'm blaming this on Chad.
2: That didn't make any sense. Thanks. Blame, Ed.
3: Blame I what? just got a I just got a suggested friend on Twitter, the Knightalorian,
2: UCF oh, Knights. Hmm. Cool. All right. Well, uh, that's.
1: Ahead, this this show has been just all fun. over the
3: place. Oh, I would fun. like to thank the UCF Knights for allowing us to do this show tonight.
2: You can't call out Chad at the very end of the show.
0: What the hell did
3: I have to do with this? Ed, you've been tweeting about the damn Knights all. You got you to gotta
2: move. You got to move we... your mic in front of your
3: face. you tweeting about the knights all week, and so now you've messed up the algorithm. So, so I was, I was, I was a little nervous
1: before we get to this. I was a little nervous bringing up things that you and I had talked about last week, Chad. And I think I covered them okay in quoting look, you and, Ed, and our conversations. Yeah, look at it.
0: they keep Hold tweeting. On a
2: wait, wait, before this starts. What's what he doing? Happened?
0: What just happened? I was letting you, do, you guys have your... are trying to
2: give you guys the stage. <laughs> I was giving you the stage to have a conversation with Ed. Ed yes. It's it not my way.
0: fault that UCF fans are idiots. Oh, I know that. It's not my fault. But you it keep... is my job to call them idiots when necessary.
3: I mean, that's fair. But now it shows up on my timeline all the time. Unfollow me. What just happened?
0: Well, what you are these don't have two doing? Follow me.
3: No, I have to follow you. It's a good follow.
0: Well, then you have to understand that when people say dumb shit, I'm going to be there to tell them that the shit they said was dumb.
3: I try to do the same thing and then these two yell at me.
0: Yeah, but I'm at a different I know. Like, you know, I've leveled up a couple more times, Ed.
3: No, I know. That that ding,
0: ding from Right. And I just tell stupid people that they're stupid. Right that. That's all I got called fat. You did get called fat. I blocked that guy a long time ago because he's a fucking clown.
3: I blocked him today.
0: Okay. I'm glad you did that.
3: Yeah, that's needed. <laughs>
0: Are you guys back now. Do you do you have an AEW thing? There's a lot going on in wrestling this weekend.
3: I, uh, first of all,
0: he doesn't
1: watch wrestling anymore. I'm convinced. No, I, I
3: watch wrestling. You don't know what
0: happened on raw last night.
3: No, what happened on raw last night?
0: The, the tag team, the women's tag team champs walked out.
3: Oh, I was reading about that. CM Punk was defending them today. Yeah. 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 I was reading about that.
0: They weren't happy with the direction of their, their characters. So they walked into to JBL's office, threw their tag team belts on the on the desk and said, Fuck you, bro, we're out of here.
3: Where are they gonna go? AEW? They're gonna go to Ring of Honor. Well, same same I don't
0: know where they're gonna go. You're the wrestling guy. I'm asking you about the wrestling.
3: You're right. This is the last weekend of soccer, and then I will be able to catch back up on my wrestling.
0: You have two lanes that you like that you're hardcore on, right? Wrestling and FC Cincinnati.
3: No, no. FC Cincinnati's just been recently because they've been winning.
0: I'm gonna need you to focus, Ed. Yeah. Right? You gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta hit home runs.
3: Shawn Michaels is, is trending right now.
0: Can you tell us why? You're the wrestling guy. Trying to figure that out. All right, that
1: was another episode of Part of the Punctuation. <laughs> we will see you next week, Tuesday night, 9-15. <laughs> doesn't watch wrestling anymore, so don't expect that minute. But uh, baseball Or baseball.
0: We'll football. have it next week.
2: I watched baseball tonight. He's a super fan of everything, Chad. I'm a super fan.
0: Everything. That doesn't watch anything. He just, he just is a fan.
2: I watched Below
3: Deck last night. That's yep. Not- okay. Also, you got a Below Deck podcast,
4: Ed.
0: <laughs> right. That's it. That's The Marriott First sight. is Drentil, over. And we're out. See you later. Ba-bop-bop.